Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Fatherricity. Hey, guys. Back with episode number eight, Jermaine. Is that what we're on? Episode eight. Episode eight. We're going to change almost it almost a double digits. Yeah, yeah. We're going to yeah. a little different. Uh, we've kind of been talking about it. We're going to maybe be a little more streamlined uh, today. And uh, let's see. I think we're going to start doing kind of some list of what we got. We've been talking about it leading up uh, to recording this. So today we're going to go over the top five biggest fears you have for your kids as a father. And this one's one that kind of hit home for me that, you know, I'm sure we all have our own little things, but for sure I have my fears that it's like, okay, these are things I definitely do not want to happen. And I don't know. What do you, what do you got over there, Jermaine? Um, I don't have it written down or anything like that. Um, See, I prepped more. I don't know if it's like worst case scenario fears or just things I've noticed about society today that I kind of apprehensive about. So, I mean, it's a mod, it's a mod podge of different things. Okay. Well, I mean, I think every dad's going to be different and you're going to have different ideas or different worries, I guess about it. So uh, I did a a top. My first one. Are you yeah, hold on? Are you like going? Let's go descending. One, let's go descending. So your your lowest one on the list, and then we'll end with the highest. See, they're all high. They're all well. See, I have them. I have them ranked in order. Okay. Okay. Well, I can if I would if I was going to go at number five, I would say bullying and school. Um, he's in daycare now. My son's in daycare now. Um, like one day, my wife walked in, and one kid was throwing blocks at him. You know, it's harmless. They don't know any better, but like, I don't want my son to be bullied. And I've seen bullying take place. I work at a high school. Okay. I know it's vicious. Bigger bigger fear that he gets bullied or he is the bully? That he gets bullied. Okay. That's the biggest fear. Getting bullied is the fear. Now, if he is the bully, hopefully we can nip that in the bud pretty quick. I hope we, but yeah, I would think there's less damage being being bullied. Right, there's less damage psychologically being done to him if he's the one bullying versus getting bullied. Yeah. Okay, so if that's the case, why don't we just teach all our kids to be bullies? Because it's like, oh, we protect them that way. Y'all all go be bullies, and then you don't have to worry about it. Because if everybody's a bully, then you're going to have your alphas come out of that, and then you're going to have bigger bullies. You just train the bullies to be better bullies. Right, but I mean, if you can pre- prepare your kids to be a bully to kids their own age, you know what I'm saying? You're not asking them to go be an alpha in like prison or something. You're just saying, hey, in you know, in preschool, I need you to really go handle your business, so I don't have to worry about you getting bullied. You haven't been in a, on an elementary school playground in a while, Charlie. No, it has yeah. been a long it, time. It's like the sure. yard. It is like the yard, you and with social is? media, and yes. On an elementary, you have to worry about social media on an elementary school playground? Cell phones and stuff, you bet your bottom dollar. My wife can tell you stories. This is why we homeschool right here. See? That's that's see, that's number that's number four for me. That's number four for you? Okay, hold on. Well, let me education is number four. Hold on, hold on. I'll get my number five. Get your five. five. All right, my number five fear that I have with them is I mean, this is a selfish fear, but uh, just because I know some people that's, that this has happened to my one of my biggest fears. So my number five biggest is 
that I'm not around to see my kids have their families and have their kids and me get to be a part of their lives. That's, that's a fear for me. Now, looking at me, I, obviously, I don't take enough care of myself to where I'm really proactive on that. But that's a fear is, you know, I see my kids interact with my parents. I see, uh, you know, my kids interact with my wife's parents. And I really just want to be around to see what kind of kids they have and, and what kind of lives they build for themselves. Yeah, I want to I want to. Yeah, I want to be old enough to be a grandfather. And again, I started later in life. So with kids. So, yeah. I'm not that far ahead. I want to be a granddad. I want to see, I want to meet my my son's wife and like my grandkids. I'm with you on that one. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah I think that's pretty important. Okay. All right. So what's your number four? Number four, um, education. Education. Uh, again, mine's, I'm, I'm coming from a, from a completely different angle from you at the moment. Uh, just education as a whole. Uh, I really want to talk to you. I think we need to do an episode about homeschooling one day. Cause there's okay. a lot about that I'm interested in. My wife and I both are, Oh, uh, my wife and I are again, both educators, both public school educators. Uh, education's crazy right now. There's a lot of good, but there's a whole lot of stuff going on politically and everything else about what we are doing to people's kids in the classrooms and stuff like that. And again, by the time my son gets to, you know, middle school, high school, is it going to be like it was like it is today? Like it's, if it's bad now, what's it going to look like in the future? Do I want my son in that environment or do I want him at home learning or like doing on hands-on learning or, or, you know, something like that. So yeah, education, the thing is, like, you've it's, got, it's key. Yeah. You've got years. So, I mean, education could completely transform, especially like with uh, AI chat GPT and things like that coming up. I mean, in another three or four years, it could be way different. Oh, you don't want to. We don't, we, okay. we don't want them to hear that. Kids aren't listening to us. But, yeah, that's a fear in my campus right now. I'm all about it. But you've already got to, you've already got to, like, tweak what you're doing to see if kids are getting into that. So, yeah. So, really? But education is my thing. Like, what's school going to be like for him? Just like the education foundational stuff. As, I guess it's more like middle school, high school. Like, what's that going to look like? And is politics going to be involved? And if so, do I want him involved in it? Politics is always involved. More so than ever. I mean, if you ever, if, I mean, if you ever intend on him being in a history class, that's going to involve politics. No, classroom having politics is one thing. Politics of the adults and that's what I'm Government. saying. But if you've, if, if you've ever, if he's ever been taught history, he's been taught history from the people that won, and that's their view on it. So I mean, that's yeah. I mean, but I'm, I'm not talking about that kind of stuff. I'm talking about like basically not what's being taught, but what they're being told can't be taught. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. You're, you're an example of that is without getting too much into it. I got like you. You're Florida. worried about his education being controlled by other people and it may not align with what you would like for him to be taught. Yeah. Okay. In the, in the sense again, but in the sense that the people who are making those decisions don't have any clue what's happening in a classroom. Right. Right. I got you. I understand. So, that's the go back where we're it comes trending, by the way. Right there. 
Okay. I'm not gonna usher him away. He's gonna. He's, he found something. My son busted in. He heard me outside the door, and it's like he just came on in. <laughs> so what's your what's your number four fear? Okay, Say hi. Hi. Hi, Okay, so my my number four fear is that my children, because I have I've raised them up to have certain advantages in life, and and probably more than I had as a kid. I think my fear is that they will lack the ambition and work ethic that I had because I didn't have a lot of that stuff, and I had to kind of make my own way to a certain extent. And I, I don't know how to instill that. That's something I struggle with bad right now. I mean, you try to figure it out, but I want them to have drive and ambition and 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 go achieve their goals and not just settle, be happy, and not care about anything. And, and I don't somewhat to, a little bit of entrepreneurial thing too. I would love to pass down to them if they don't all three get it. I kind of understand, but I want them. To, I want them to just have that innate in them. And I, I, I feel like I, I may have had it either way, but because I didn't have a lot growing up that, that, that kind of made me who I am. And I don't know how to get that same motivation to my children when they do have some advantages I didn't growing up. That is, that's deep. <laughs> well, I mean, that's, that may be deep, but that's, that's a big fear. I have. How, how do you teach yeah. that? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you found that. My son's talking to me. Yeah, that's that's deep. And like I said, I never, I mean, again, I'm not in that mindset yet, I guess. But yeah, that's something to think about. Um, I don't know what it's going to be like. I don't know what this next generation of kids is going to be. Well, his generation of kids is going to be. Uh, am I going to be called a boomer in 16 years by my son? No, no, you're, so, you're right there with me. I think y'all may be on the right side. No, I'm like a year or two yeah, up there to where we get millennials yeah, and Gen Xs. Yeah. I mean, you won't have to worry about anybody calling you a boomer, but an older millennial is going to be just as bad in 20 years. Yeah, I guess. I don't know what they're going to call me, but yeah, that's the thing. Um, Number three for me, biggest fear as a parent. I, I'm, I'm more trending focus than I am parental focus. Well, I mean, but, that's why this is going to be different for all dads. So yeah. So I would I would say third biggest fear is like his environment. Who's he going to be around? Like who's he going to grow up around? Um what type of kid is he going to end up being? Um what is influence you're going to be? You know that whole nature versus nurture thing. Uh, my mama, my, his mom and I are trying to nurture the crap out of him. Um, but what's his environment going to look like as he gets older? Like, what are those influences going to be that we don't see and that we do see? You know, our small little town's got some great things. It's got some issues like every town does. So, like, as he gets older. Older, is he gonna run in with the bad crowd? Is he gonna start doing the bad things, being around bad influences, watching the wrong things, listening to the wrong people, um, that kind of stuff? And like, what kind of person is that gonna end up making him to be one day? Uh, and I just hope and pray that you know he finds good friends and good people. And if he does make those mistakes and things like that, he can learn from them absolutely. But 
I don't want to shelter them. Definitely don't want to do that. But I also got to balance it out and make sure if my wife and I see like, hey, that kid is bad news. You don't need to be around that kid. That's what I concern about. Like if he can be the influence is one thing. If he could be a positive influence on someone like that, that'd be great. If that other kid is influencing my son in a way that doesn't fit how we want things to go, that would be, that's a struggle. I know we may, we may have to run into one day. Yeah. Teaching them to make the right decisions about friends. Cause friends is one of those things that just kind of happens and they connect with other kids. You know what I'm saying? So you just need it to be the right kind of kids. And I don't know how you mm -hmm. necessarily protect that. Yeah. I mean, I'm no sure one nerdy kids. I mean, I'm not that were probably not the best influences in me growing up. Some, I mean, I had some that were great and then, you know, but your friends kind of go in and out and you go to different crowds. So being able to teach him to make good decisions when it comes to friends is, is pretty important. Yeah. So, okay. All right. That's, that's a good one, man. These are all, these are all pretty good. Like I said, but everybody's list is going to be different. So, mm -hmm. okay. So my number three is, uh, I have a fear, maybe not a fear, but I want them to, when they grow up, choose the correct type of spouse. I, I want them to choose their spouse widely, wisely, because this can be something that can ruin their lives if they do it wrong or make sure that they get in with somebody that kind of shares the same belief system and realizes, I mean, that's something I'm going to try to try to teach is, Hey, you know, we sheltered y'all from a lot of stuff as you were growing up, but marriage is work. It's hard. And, and then having a family is hard. So you better, you better get in there with the right person and know that y'all are both going to be pulling in the same direction. Oh, I was, you said that one. And I was like, that's, that was almost my number two, honestly, like, like my next one, that that one's on that one was on my list, but I was gonna tweak it just a little bit because you said something. But yeah, you you're the spouse that is promised to your kids. Hopefully, they find that one yeah. and don't rush it, and just find whoever it is at the moment. And that person may be great. It may be a fine, great person alone, but with your kid. The dynamic, something's just off and it won't make let them be the best version of themselves. And yeah, I can see that being a fear. And I'm and I'm not gonna lie, you got two boys, so you see, I'm assuming you see that differently with them versus your daughter, and that's a whole different viewpoint on what okay. you may right. have. So so let me go ahead and clarify on this. My original number three was that my daughter found the right man. Okay. But with that being said, as I got to thinking about it, it's like, you know what? It's just as important that these boys go out and pick the right woman. Just like I want my daughter to go pick a man that she can follow that will lead her properly. I want my boys to go pick somebody that's going to be in the marriage with them and, and, you know, has their back that, like I said, that they're both going in the same direction. Yeah. I think I'd say that because I think in our society right now, I think we kind of view it as boys, you know, boys could bring that girl home on a date and you'd be as a dad be like, yeah, son, good job. But, you know, daughter shows up 
and she brings the date home. You're there with the shotgun, like, all right, she better be home by nine. Like, it's that double standard we sometimes have. Uh-oh. Yeah, no, uh, that's kind of where I was going with that question. And you kind of fight that a little bit, but you don't have to worry about that. So you're good. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't. That's not my concern. But like, I think about. I ain't gonna lie though. I'm an uncle. I think about that with my niece, my nieces. Like, right. what's the dude you hanging out with? Like, what's that guy? What's his credit score? What's he like? Who's he talking to? What's he? Uh, I want to know all that stuff. So yeah, uh, my number two, similar to what you just said, is my wife and I reflecting the type of relationship we hope our son can find one day. Okay. Um, as you minutes, as you said earlier, marriage is hard. Parenting is hard. Fatherhood is hard. Marriage is hard. And with kids, it's that much harder. Um, there's times my wife and I get on each other's nerves and we're aggravated with each other. We're tired. We're grumpy, all that stuff. I'm not saying we're perfect. I don't want us to be perfect. I want us to see us, see him, see us handle conflicts like adults and not like kids so that if he sees and has those issues, he can mirror those things and with his spouse and be like, Hey, my parents went through this kind of stuff, but they didn't just run away. They didn't just shut down. They didn't yell and scream and hit and that kind of thing. I just want him to, I want to hopefully be the type of father that shows him the type of father he needs to be the type of husband he needs to be. So that sticks in my mind a lot. And, you know, just being the guy all the time for my, for my wife so that he can see our relationship and hopefully use that and model. we be the model for him. All right. Let him understand kind of what's expected. That goes into my number two, because my number two is one of the fears I have is that I won't train my boys well enough to be able to lead a family. Because when they get married, I mean, I know we have similar belief systems. So we believe that, hey, you're going to go be the leader of this family when you get up there. So that's a responsibility that you have to be able to take care of your wife and your kids and all of this. And and I want them to be able to do that. And I just hope I don't screw that up along the way to where something goes off and they don't understand that that's their role. Yeah. I mean, like I said, that's along the same lines. As you got up to the top here, at the very most important things, these are all, you know, where you get down to foundational things about how you hope that they're going to kind of create their life and and live it out. So, Mm -hmm. okay. So I'm interested to hear what's your number one. See, it's like one A and one B. One A is going to be the thing I wish I had. I wish I had it right now. It's like, being the leader of his family and like following uh, using, letting his faith lead him and doing the things that he knows to do. That's one a one B is coming, knowing he can come home. I would, my biggest fear would be for my son to grow up and not want anything to do with his mother and I, like, I want him to know that he can come home. I want him to be able to say, mom, dad, I'm home. He can he can lead most definitely, but like I don't want him to think that he's got he got chased off or we do something so crazy or something happens and where he feels like he can never return home. Where does that's feel my like biggest home fear. is home? Yeah, yeah. Like and he just like eighteen he bounces and we never see him again. Like 
I want him to be a part of our lives forever. And I think and I said the first thing first though, like his faith be his walk and he be, you know, I'm just going to say it straight up. He be Jesus with the skin off. He'd be the hands and feet of Jesus and he treats people well. And he doesn't, you know, he, he does what the good book says and leads his family. Like you mentioned in number two, uh, and just doing what he knows is right. And throughout his life, that's if he, if that's the, if that's, if that's what happens, we're good. I don't want him to be, you know, the road is narrow. They always say that. I don't want him to fall on the wayside. Right. And if he does, you want him to come back. Just come back. Yeah. Okay. Now we didn't compare list. We didn't talk about this beforehand. My number one fear that I have for my children that, uh, it's on there is I want every one of my children to know Jesus as their Lord and savior. That's, that's a hundred percent. That's the number one thing that that's the way I know that I'll, I'll get to see them after all this is over. And, and that's, that's our pro one of our primary jobs. It is our primary job as a Christian parent is make sure that, that your child knows Jesus. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean that's that. And we both alluded to it, uh, you know, with your number one and my number one. And that's just, that's top of the list. There may be people out there that disagree with that. I understand whatever your beliefs are, but for both of us, and, and I had a feeling it would probably go that way uh, whenever we made these lists. Cause whenever I was, I was making it, that was that's where I started. Boom, there's number one, and then all these other things are kind of secondary to that. Because if you get that part of your life right, then everything else will take care of itself. Look at that, it's blue. It's blue. He's looking at the light. Yeah. So oh. that's this is again. This is the guy. This is the one that we're focusing on. And I pray every day I don't screw this thing up. I just need up. <laughs> <laughs> I just need up. He's not. You're gonna grow up to be a wonderful man, Trinity. Daddy doesn't want to screw up. Daddy doesn't want to, doesn't, Daddy doesn't want to screw you up. Yeah. That's my son. He's got his apple juice. He's good to go. Uh, well, man, that's that's awesome. I, I think the list were pretty close. I think that's right where we were. I mean, like I said, everybody's list is gonna be a little different. At the bottom, you're gonna see a little variance, but at the top, I mean, everything kind of gets real clear on the top couple things that you. For sure, have to have out of your children, or yeah. want to so, have. Yeah, so like, hopefully, like I said, don't screw this thing up, and just kind of be the role model, be the dad that you know to be, and be the best for your kid. That's all I can say on that. That one. Okay. All right. Well, hey, that was short and sweet, and and I kind of like this little format. So I think next time, yeah, next time we'll start doing some kind of top fives and kind of see where that leads us. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah. And I'll, I'll find a lock for my door. <laughs> That'll work. All right. We'll see you guys next week. All right. Bye, everybody. Peace out. Follow, follow, follow.